It's great to have uh, Dustin and Jennifer Smith back. Jennifer's been uh, uh, dealing with uh, treatments and stuff, and it's good to have her back with us today and their kids with us. Uh, if you got the paper today, we got some free advertising. Thanks to the Shelbyville News and Jeff Brown. Thanks, uh, Stacy. Thank your hubby. Uh, where we got our uh, baseball camp in on the front page color on the uh, sports section. So I think that's great. Well, we are ending up with one more week to go, the 10 characters of the Bible. And today I want to look at a man in the New Testament and how he influenced the lives of Christians. In the book of Acts, it's a story about the church growing and building. And it's about the Holy Spirit in Acts 2 coming upon the church. And it's about the early church members who walked in obedience to God through the power of that Holy Spirit. And that Spirit led the early church to lay hands on five men and put them into the ministry. Now, the laying on of hands is what we did about uh, first of last year with four young people in our church as we set them into the ministry. And laying on of hands is basically confirming someone for ministry. But in the book of Acts, one of these men was Barnabas, who I want to look at today. And Barnabas means son of encouragement. He was described as a gentle and loving man. In fact, in Acts 9, verse 27, Barnabas is the one that convinces the believers in the early church to accept Paul's conversion as authentic. And Barnabas is the one the church sent up into the middle of the Mediterranean basin to make sure the salvations of the Greeks were authentic. And by Acts chapter 13, he's being sent as a missionary on a missionary journey. But also in Acts 13, we're introduced to another biblical character. His name is John Mark, and I want to look at the relationship between John Mark and Barnabas. Now, John Mark is Barnabas' cousin, but he commits to go with him on this missionary trip. But John Mark, early on in the journey, gives up and quits and deserts and returns home. Here was a man they were counting on, and, and he deserted them. So later on, Paul and Barnabas returned from their mission journey. Later, the church sends them out on a second missionary journey. And Barnabas wants to take John Mark. Paul refuses. Yet John Mark, Barnabas insists that he deserves another chance. Barnabas believes that in spite of his failures, John Mark has changed. And change is important, isn't it? Everyone here today would like to change something about themselves, whether you're a Christian or not. And we know that change isn't easy. And often change can't happen without Christ's strength. That's why in Philippians 4 we're told, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In our scripture today we see a man who saw that people could change. And that man saw that people could be better followers of Jesus Christ. And he believed that about John Mark. Now, let me ask you, what is this symbol? Carrie had one on her shirt, and I said, boy, that worked in well for the message today. It's, it's what? Hashtag. 
I'm a dinosaur. I didn't even know what one was. And, and then I got researching and looking into it. But from what I understand, a hashtag basically is a, a label that identifies you. Uh, let me know if, with uh, maybe a yeah, amen, or a clap if this hashtag fits you. Okay. Now notice the bottom left-hand corner. Okay. How about this one? IU fan. And I'm sure this isn't a popular one in North Carolina. Yeah, go Notre Dame. Yeah, after uh, showing them North Carolinians how to play basketball. How about this one for you guys? Yeah, anybody there? Yeah, there we go. And my favorite. Dot Mountain Dew. How about this one? Hey, there you go. See, hashtags identify something. So who has the right to hashtag someone or something? Well, first of all, the maker has the right. If someone makes something, they have a right to hashtag that. Look at this logo here. Uh, who has the right to hashtag that? Apple. Yeah, so they, they created the computer there, and they invented it. How about this one? Nike. They put that on everything they make, on shoes and apparel and everything. So the maker can hashtag, but also the buyer. When my kids were growing up, I know that uh, the little girl we baptized, her mother, when she was in seventh grade, had to have Nike apparel. And her little seventh grade team all had to have the little uh, straps, gold straps around their shoes, uh, which were like 30 bucks separate. And, and so whenever we get baseball gloves or soccer cleats or anything else, I'd get out a permanent marker and write Barlow in it. And it would infuriate my kids because I can't believe you wrote that in there. Well, I paid for it. I bought it. I'm the owner, and I want it identified. <laughs> so... It doesn't matter whether you're 12 or 82 or anywhere in between. You get the answer to this question, and it changes. Who or what has the right to hashtag you? If I'm saying that the maker, the buyer has the right to hashtag you or something, then what or who has the right to label or hashtag you? And aren't labels powerful? When some people... Give a label to someone else is often accepted as fact. And many times we can't control it. For example, what are the hashtags that 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th graders and even freshmen give to other people? Hashtags like fat, ugly, stupid, loser, unattractive. And so you may have put the hashtag unattractive had it put on you. And the hashtag is powerful. And when, when you run to anything but Jesus Christ for comfort, when you do have a problem or the wrong hashtag, and when that person is feeling unattractive, they will do things they wouldn't ordinarily do to, to, to feel better about themselves. And kids get into eating disorders or cutting or sexual promiscuousness. Because unattractive is a powerful label that can control you. Um, I didn't know my parents were going to be here today as they came for the baptism, but 
I had hashtags when I was growing up. I flunked the sixth grade, took me two tries. I spent four years in a military school. I flunked trigonometry my senior year. Uh, the famous ACT college exam with a high score of 36, that's your max. I scored like a 12. And you all say, well, you get that for signing your name, don't you? Well, probably. <laughs> I had teachers that told me I would never amount to anything. So I found I had to overcome the labels, low achiever, stupid. And things that kids hear in school today, it's no wonder they don't try. They're being told that they're not good enough by their parents. They aren't a good enough student. They aren't a good enough athlete. They aren't a good enough daughter or son. So another label is attached to them. Another hashtag is put by that young person's name and it's disappointed. You're a disappointment to your parents. And 20 years later, kids find themselves trying to live for the approval of their parents and maybe parents that are deceased. So these hashtags, they have powerful and strong and, and kids find themselves making decisions as a young person that 20 and 30 years later, they're regretting because they were running from God. In fact, that may be one of the labels they get, ungodly. Think of all the tags that, that you can get like unattractive and stupid and disappointment and ungodly. Do you think these affect or influence decisions made in the lives of that person? Absolutely. These tags can become how you define yourself. And when you define yourself inaccurately, you're always going to end up doing things you wouldn't have ordinarily done or you wish you hadn't done. But here's why I know. Everyone has a hashtag. Everyone has a label. Some of the labels you have put on yourself. Some of the labels other peoples have put on you. And those hashtags and those labels are powerful because they lock us in. And they lock God out. And that's a dangerous place to be where you're locked in on that label or that hashtag and God is locked out. And what are some of the things that we may have labeled or hashtagged in this room on ourselves? Divorced, that's a strong one. Whether you're the fault or not, it's hard to shake. But realize divorce doesn't mean to God you're damaged goods. There's the hashtag had sex before marriage. And because of that, you feel that there's nothing worth saving for marriage, so why not just sleep around with everyone? Because I feel so good when that's going on. And that's what everybody thinks about me anyway. How about the hashtag, can't let go? Someone has done something to me or somebody has messed over me and I can't let go of what they've done to the point that you find your identity in that event that you can't let go of. How about the hashtag addicted? Not just drugs and alcohol and gambling, but good things. Maybe you're addicted to working out or golfing or fishing. How about the hashtag overwhelmed? And doesn't life have a way of sending circumstances into our lives that dominate us? I mean, it can be a financial catastrophe, a bankruptcy that we had no control over. It can be health issues, diseases, surgeries, and even death. All these things can come into our life and just 
overwhelming you. But, but here's the big idea. When we accept any of these hashtags, they control us, and those labels are powerful. And the big idea that we need when we walk out of here today as Christians is the one who made you and bought you is the only one who has the right to hashtag you. Did you read that? The one who made you and bought you is the only one who has the right to hashtag you. God made you. God paid for you with the blood of his son on a cross. And because of that, Christ has greater plans for us. God is the only one we ought to let hashtag or label us. Let's go back to John Mark in Acts. Barnabas helped him change his hashtag from deserter, runaway, quitter to God's missionary. Yes, Paul, if you look in that book of Acts, the verse that Rich read, Paul was so upset, it says there arose a sharp disagreement that they, Paul and Barnabas, separated from one another. Barnabas felt like John Mark should have that second chance, an opportunity to redeem his failure, to leave behind that hashtag, that label. Barnabas knew how Jesus Christ and his power could change people. Barnabas knew God uses the right people, the people of his choosing for the task he plans for them. Even the most negative circumstances can become positive results. Did you hear me? With God, even the most negative circumstances or happenings can become positive results. And though Barnabas and Paul fell out over John Mark, we know that Paul and Barnabas would reconcile their differences and Paul would write approvingly of Barnabas' ministry in 1 Corinthians 9.6. And the cause of the conflict, John Mark would later become Paul's valuable co-worker and companion. In 2 Timothy 4.11, Paul said, it's only Luke with me. Get John Mark and bring him with you because he can help me with my work. And in Philemon, verse 4, And so do my fellow workers, John Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke. So John Mark became valuable to Paul, all because Barnabas helped him change his label, his hashtag, and turned his life around and then moved on into a ministry and a career. See, John Mark's hashtag went from failure, deserter, quitter, to missionary, fellow worker of the Apostle Paul. And Jesus does the same thing for us. Jesus takes away those hashtags of our lives, unattractive, stupid, divorced, overwhelmed, addicted, can't let go and connects us with Jesus Christ to wear the label and to be a part of his ministry and his church. And you know, when you are connected to Jesus Christ, you are connected to his people. Now, I need to warn you, culture nearly always gets it wrong. Your friends nearly always get it wrong. 
Too many people care more about their Facebook likes and friends and what they think rather than worrying about what their Heavenly Father thinks. Barnabas recognized that those negative hashtags about John Mark weren't his true potential. Barnabas knew whatever hashtag, no matter what you've been labeled to wear, Jesus can change it. Jesus can change that perspective. Now let me close by sharing some hashtags that every believer in this room has. The first one is accepted. You're accepted by the creator of the universe, the God that made all we see and all we are and sent his son down to die on a cross, wants you, believes in you, is there for you. Also, the hashtag beautiful. You know, we don't feel beautiful, and it's often because we look at the models on the magazines or the TVs and we physically think that we're just awful. We look at our inside and we know what we've done and where we've been and that inner dark self. Or we may compare ourselves to what we were 20 years ago. But if you're a follower of Jesus, you are beautiful because you are a son or a daughter of the king. And that's our Christian hashtag, beautiful. Also, we get the hashtag new. You can change yourself. You can't fix yourself up apart from Jesus Christ. But Jesus just doesn't fix us up. Jesus makes us new. Because before we met him, we were dead to sin. And life can only come through him. Only through Jesus Christ are we made new. And when Jesus makes us new, those hashtags we have had in the past, those labels that we wore that were what we were or who we were, Jesus takes them and makes them new. Just like Jesus removed that hashtag, that label from John Mark's life of failure, deserter, rebel, and relabeled him leader, pastor, missionary. And his name is recorded forever in the Bible. Jesus Christ made us brand new in the sight of our Heavenly Father. Here are the hashtags Jesus Christ can give us. Accepted, beautiful, new. And these labels are ours when we give our life to him as we saw these people that we baptized today. And haven't we all been John Marks at some time in life where we've had embarrassing situations and humiliations, where we've had failures and quitting and we've experienced rejection? Isn't it wonderful when a Barnabas comes into our lives helps us pick up the pieces, shows us the love of Jesus Christ and helps us to give our lives together and move forward. Who are you? Are you the Barnabas? Are you the John Mark? Whatever it is, Jesus Christ can use you. And it begins when we believe and accept him and turn to him for strength. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you so much for being the God that labels us.
the God that changes our past, makes us anew. And now we just pray that we'll be people that are going out there to be the Barnabases in the world, to go out in our culture and to make a difference and show people that through the power of Jesus Christ, they can be made anew and get a new name. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.